What's up, everybody? David Bozell at Four America Headquarters. I wanted to get something off my chest about this George Santos dude, this congressman-elect out of New York 3. Because I called for this guy to resign when this stuff was blowing up. When this stuff about his personal life and fabrications about his professional resume were being exposed. And I called for him to he just step down. And you get a lot of blowback. I got a thick skin about this stuff. I really don't care. Somebody called me a weak-ass Republican. I'm not even really, I'm not even a Republican, but okay. And people who have called for him to step down have taken that kind of incoming. And that's fine. But I thought it it was important to address a couple of sort of facets of this. And I'm not going to, I don't want to rehash the whole bloody thing about this guy. New York Post, New York Times, CBS, they've done pretty, look, if you're going to defend the New York Post about Hunter Biden, I hope you're ready to defend the New York Post about this guy. Look, it, but just the highlights of it, he apparently lied about where he worked. He apparently lied about where he went to school. He lied about being Jewish versus being a Catholic. And then Tulsi Gabbard called him out on that when she was filling in for Tucker. She found a fundraising letter to a Jewish group that he wrote. And he says, as a proud American Jew, that's how he introduced himself. So this whole sort of Jewish line that he's come up with to defend himself, that doesn't, that's not true. I think the most egregious one was the fact that he's basically disowned the idea, the fact that he was married for five years, never mentioned that until I think the Daily Beast uncovered that one. He says, um, people change, I'm very much gay, which kind of, <laughs> kind of remember when Mitt Romney was like, I <laughs> said, I'm severely conservative. That's what that sounds like to me. I'm very much gay. He's a deadbeat tenant. He defrauded a, CBS at this one, he defrauded a church to pay for a funeral, said he couldn't afford it. The church raised a bunch of money for him, handed it to him to pay for the funeral. So that turned out to be not true. You've got McCarthy running around saying how proud he is that he has the largest Republican Jewish caucus in 20-some-odd years. Here's this. Santos in New York. Here, and you have, rewind it real quick. You know, with Max Miller in Ohio, George Santos in New York, and you had David Kustoff from Tennessee get reelected. He introduced him. Do you realize we have the largest Republican Jewish caucus in more than 24 years? Not bad, huh? <laughs> Not bad, huh? Not bad. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> First off, you don't now. Who cares? What is with this identity politics routine coming out of the Republican Party now? I mean, I know he's spoke, speaking to a Jewish group, and I'm like, okay, I won't be a party, but I won't be a wet blanket here. Come on. Who cares? Who cares if you have the largest Republican Jewish caucus in a few cycles what difference does that make to quote hillary but here's the thing where i just i want to take exception to and this may be some of you in the audience look i get it i get that you're upset that guys like biden or chris murphy from connecticut who stolen valor falsely claimed that he served in the united states military did not i get it when people are ticked off that elizabeth warren falsely claiming that she's she's an american indian and she's what, what did it come out to be? One one thousandth, 24th percentile or something like that? These guys aren't held accountable. I get it. And I've held, and I've said these guys should resign as a result of it. But that doesn't mean that we, 
that and look, I'm not a Republican, so maybe I can say this more freely. But if you're trying to recruit people, like you got to make distinctions about who you are and what you stand for. And if you're just going to make this, if you're going to go on this apology tour and say, well, he's made mistakes, and but let's see how he legislates, or he said, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I guess that's nice. I thought his interview on with Tulsi was terrible, terrible. And I appreciate him for, I, I think Elizabeth Warren said she goofed up too. So what's the difference? But here's a, two repeating themes that I've heard from folks criticizing people who have suggested that this guy step down. And I know Santos isn't going to step down. There's He's come this far, right? So he's not going to step down. But here's one argument. One, it, It's a trap that I've fallen into, set by Democrats. Guys, the guy running against Santos, the Democrat machine, the candidate, and including the candidate that he that Santos was running against, didn't mention this at all during the campaign. They didn't know. They had no idea. It was only until the New York Times discovered it after the, after this guy had won. Okay, it's not this. Don't give the Democrats that much credit. Don't think that they've laid this this elaborate trap for people to fall into. They didn't even know about it. Okay, so that just there's, I've seen that a lot. The Democrats didn't even know about it, so it's just it's not true. The other criticism: this is why we lose when people suggest that George Santos should step aside. There's an argument coming from I guess I'll call it the right. This is why we lose. Is it? This is be- because we have standards. Because I'd prefer my elected officials not lie through their teeth with who they are, where they came from, what faith. By the way, how's this guy practicing Catholic and very much gay? That's, we'll sort of park that one off to the side. Not sure how that's even remotely possible, but okay. Maybe that should be the biggest story. How is he claiming that he's a... He's an active practicing Catholic and, quote, very much gay. Okay. But this is not why we lose. Standards are not why we lose. We're supposed to tolerate frauds? There's a zillion people out there on, on the right within the Republican media apparatus, activists, conservative activists alike, that have spent the better part of the last few years Exposing and trying to neutralize what they consider to be fraudulent electoral practices. Fraud. We don't tolerate fraud as a political entity within the Republican Party or the conservative movement. We don't tolerate fraud in our elections. We rail against it nearly every day. That's not a... That's not a... That's not a... A public position, a pervert, a per, per, preferred messaging point. We don't tolerate fraud at all. So why would we tolerate this guy? Why would we tolerate a fraud? And look, I'm not approved about this stuff. We're not electing saints here. Okay, I said as much when Trump's comment on the, the with the Billy Bush tape. Okay, we're not electing saints here. But up and down his background, 
and then up to and including yesterday, he's not forthright with who he is. And some of his explanations don't really go very far. The I'm sorry, notwithstanding. And so, yeah, does Biden do it? Yeah. Now, if you're going to be one of these guys that say they do it, so why can't we? You can't complain about Chris Murphy's stolen valor. I don't think. I think that's more egregious than this guy. But all sides remaining, if you're going to be, we would, we, you would demand that they, the, 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 that the Democrat resigns for being a fraud. So I think it's good to police your own. I really do. It helps make distinctions. It, is, it distinguishes you from the other guys, from the other side. For me, from my vantage point, as someone who is political party agnostic, as a registered independent, and if I woke up one day, I said, man, I'd like to join a party. I wonder what that's all about. Look, this is just me and my value system. I'd want to knock on the door first of the party I thought was being straight up with me about who they are, what their agenda is, what they view as the problems facing the country, what their policy prescriptions are. And it begins with who they are. So if I'm in the party recruiting business, and I'm trying to recruit the American electorate to join me. You got to be, you got to, it begins with straight up honesty and transparency about who you are. And so we can, you could try to claim that there's a, there's politically, we're at a disadvantage by policing our own, but I just don't think that holds any weight I think frankly the total opposite you're at more of an advantage politically if you're being straight up with the country about who you are and what you want to accomplish I think that creates political success now everybody has to run around, not everybody, not me, but his colleagues have to run around and they're going to have a, a microphone stuck in their face. And it's not, that's not fair. I get it because it's not like the Democrats have to deal with it. So I get that. I get that. I'm sympathetic to that. But the reality is that they're going to have to answer for him nearly every day. And that's his fault. And McCarthy would be, I don't know how, you can't get rid of him. You can't take away his vote. So there's really, McCarthy has, or whoever the speaker's going to be, or the the party bosses in the House, they don't really have much to threaten him with. But they should ask him to step down. I don't care how thin the majority is. I really don't. If they got a five-seat majority, it's not going to make much difference if it's four. It's just not. They're going to have to get their acts together anyway. No, I don't want to apologize for it. I don't want to apologize for thinking this guy should step down. And we should have higher standards. It's good to have high standards. And if you can't police your own, then you're not going to do a real good job. 
distinguishing yourself from the other guy. You're just not. And these arguments that it's a trap by the Democrats, wrong. That's wrong. Sorry, that's wrong. They didn't even know that this was a problem for this guy. They didn't even know that he had embellished his entire resume. Don't give them that kind of credit. Okay? And it's not why we lose. Policing our own is not why we lose. It's not. There's no basis for that. There's no factual evidence for that. None. None whatsoever. We don't tolerate fraudulent elections. So don't tolerate this fraud. Okay? Over and out. Thanks for listening, guys.